Welcome to Out of This Niche Podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tender. This is where we take conversations to a whole new dimension in the realms of business, marketing, lifestyle, and brand building. Join me on this journey beyond the niche where conversations spark inspiration, ignite curiosity, and redefine the boundaries of what's possible. Out of This Niche is not just a podcast, it's a portal to conversations that will take you out of this world. I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive into the podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Out of This Niche podcast. Today's a goodie, and... You know, I feel like this podcast isn't going to be for everyone, and I really think it's important to share my journey and story, and because I don't like when people just share the wins or share the end result. Like, I think there's always the journey with it, and I want to talk about every single pivot and shift I've made in my business. Strap on. This may be long, Um, and, you know, it's been a lot, and it wasn't a lot at first, and then it just kind of happened more frequently as I started realizing how multi-passionate I was and how my path is non-linear, and I think one of the most important things to know is as a multi-passionate, your path is not linear. You have to stop squeezing yourself back on this one journey, this one path, this one box, because when you force yourself not to change, not to pivot, not to shift, and you're like, oh, I can't do that. I need to be on this one path. You're going to be unfulfilled. You're not going to be happy. And you've probably been in this circumstance before where you're like, oh, you know, I should have changed this. I should have pivoted that. Now, like, I'm not happy. I'm not excited, right? So you have to embrace the nonlinear path and your gut so much, so much. Your gut is always right. Your gut is always right. That's your girl. It's your little nudge. You have to listen to her. So the first pivot that I made in my business. I wouldn't say was because I was multi-passionate. It was more of a sense of the way that I had structured my business was not the move, not the move. So I started my first full year in business was 2019 and I actually had a $220,000 a year, my first full year of business. Yes, you heard that. I scaled extremely fast and I'm not saying it was a good thing. (laughs) I'm so blessed and so thankful for my journey hundred percent, but I scaled fast. I had all live programs. I was running live after live after live. Even the courses I wanted to create were ran were live. So I started off with one-on-one coaching and then I created Soulful Social Group Program. It was an eight-week group, group program. All I did was alternate. You know, Soulful Social ran for four, like it would be halfway done. I would start launching the next round that I would launch one-on-one, be halfway done, launch the next round. I was constantly like living in this launch cycle because I thought that's what I had to do. Like I didn't know anyone, any, any way else. Right. So then I launched a mastermind and kind of upsold people from soulful social into the mastermind, your typical customer journey. And I got to the end of 2019 and I was like, whoa, what a great year but is that actually sustainable for me and kind of where I want to go and what I want to do? I actually had soulful scrunchies on my heart for a long time. Um, I remember I created an Instagram story. I, I, I'm going to find it for you guys. I created an Instagram story in December of 2019. It said, my ultimate goal for 2020 is to start soulful scrunchies. I had already had the name and everything. And I ended 2019 and I was like, absolutely no way. 
that my business can be set up this way, right? Absolutely no way. But I kept going, right? I just kept going. And in February 2020, I launched my first mini course. And I was like, you know, I'm going to come out with a mini course. This is really important, a course that I can sell and continue to sell it passively called mini trainings for profit. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I still have it and I love it so much. It was how to do mini trainings on Instagram stories and get them to convert for you. Because back in the day, doing tons of trainings on Instagram stories was the thing. And now it's kind of frowned upon, which, but they're still really good to do. And that was a really hit of a course. And I immediately went in in April and launched the winning wait list. But I ran that live um, to work out the kinks and doing that in my mastermind and soulful social in my one-on-one I was like Jesus Christ I was like there is apps what did I get myself into I was like I'm scaling I'm making great money I remember I think April 2020 hitting my first 50k cash month like I had a huge profit I had just moved states from Kentucky to Texas and I did this thing where I was like I'm going to prove that a waitlist strategy works. I'm going to like, I'm going to launch during my move. And I thought that was the, I was like, and it worked, right? It worked great. I launched through email, but it was, it was kind of stupid of me at the end of the day, but you can't go back and change the past. Right? So I knew that in May, 2020, I knew something needed to change. I was like, I can't keep living like this. I want to start soulful scrunchies. I really want to do this. I was like, imagine if I threw a second business on me right now, would I be able to handle it? And my answer was absolutely not. So I got to work. I turned Soulful Social into a course. I turned the winning waitlist into a course. I set up a funnel for the winning waitlist, like a free masterclass people can opt into that funnels into the winning waitlist. I did this and I had three passive courses at that time and three kind of live programs, you know, one-on-one here and there, but mostly my mastermind and mostly my mastermind, right? And one-on-one were live, sorry. And my courses were mini trainings for profit, the winning wait list and soulful social at that point. So this was in 2020 and that was my best year in business. I hit like a, I think it was a $600,000 cashier, not like full profit. I think I profited probably 60%. I think if I look back at my numbers, I did profit like 60% and I paid a fuck ton of taxes because I was not an S corp yet moved into an S corp in 2021. My business kind of took off that year, which I feel like a lot of people's did. And then I started working on soulful scrunchies. And again, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Something kind of needs to change. What's this tea? Why why are things just like still very hard for me? And I ended up hiring a team to help me. I ended up hiring a team and it was great. I loved having a really big team, but I just thought that my expenses were really high. I felt like I just didn't have the management and leadership skills at that time for having a big team. Like that is just one thing I didn't have at that point was management skills, leadership skills to delegate. Like I still just felt like I was in the business so much and I was just constantly doing like, it's just like, I couldn't catch a break at that time. So in quarter four of 2020, I let all of my clients go. Basically. Um, I didn't sell any other programs. I basically stopped working to launch soulful scrunchies. I took off completely. I posted on social 
but I just, I like once my mastermind ended in October, didn't relaunch, you know, stopped with clients at that time, didn't sell my courses, whatever. I was just living off recurring revenue. Um, launched Soulful Scrunchies and I entered 2021 knowing that I can't, I need to simplify. Like there has to be some simplification in what I'm doing. I, I can't manage both of these businesses in the way that I want to. I was working eight to 10 hour days on my coaching business, right? I was making great money, but that doesn't matter at the, like at the end of the day with how much I was working, you know, not being able to see friends, working on the weekends, not being able to pursue other hobbies, couldn't even figure out how to manage a second business, right? It was just like, oh, I feel like I was a frantic person <laughs> at that time, right? So I wanted to rework things. So a few things that I did was kind of let go of one-on-one coaching and just had my mastermind. Really, my mastermind was the only high ticket offer I had. And I wanted to turn my one-on-one coaching into weekend retreats, like intimate weekend retreats, weekend only, right? Um, I retired Soulful Social. Soulful Social was done. Didn't want to sell it anymore. I retired many trainings for profit too. Um, and I was like, I'm done with those courses. They got me to a certain point, but I just don't think they're going to continue with me. Now, many trainings for profit kind of stayed on my website. I just told myself, you know, I'm not going to promote it anymore. I'm kind of done promoting it, etc. Same with Soulful Social. That was like my OG in the beginning of 2019. I just feel like uh, my ideal client had moved on at that point. And I mo- knew I wanted to keep... Um, Winning waitlist was very important to me because I really love that course so much. My mastermind. And then this is when me and Rachel worked on a group program together, kind of fill our customer journey gap, which was great and wonderful. It was like a one-to-many program. We both ran it. It saved me a lot of time and really stepping into the one-to-many business structure worked well for me with Soulful Scrunchies, right? With the launch of Soulful Scrunchies and managing Soulful Scrunchies, et cetera. So I simplified my marketing strategy because I wasn't selling so many offers, right? I I always have struggled with selling too many offers, like so many offers because I thought that like popping up and just selling new offers all the time and like random masterclasses and stuff would fulfill me and it just didn't. So I put a huge focus on my mastermind and Rachel's program and the winning waitlist was selling in a funnel. I had ads running to a masterclass or I just had the masterclass in my bio too. That was kind of the way that I was selling it. So I could put a lot of effort into soulful scrunchies. This allowed me to kind of cut some of my time in half. So then I started kind of working on my coaching business like six hours per day and then soulful scrunchies like one to two. Um, Soulful Scrunchies was a lot of just like content creation and visibility, right? So I I was able to do that and kind of cut the time in half, right? Um, Which was great and fabulous and wonderful (laughs) at the same time. So 2021, that's kind of what I did. It took me a while throughout the year to be able to do that. And then in the fall of 2021 is when I launched Soulful Select Retreats. And it was the best thing I've ever done. I loved it so much and you know, it really, I don't want to say it like saved me, but it was a hundred percent the right decision for me. Um, it was amazing. I launched Louisville, Kentucky, um, 
the Hampton or Austin, the Hamptons and Sedona. I ended up not running the Austin one because I actually didn't get anyone in. So I canceled it and I didn't get my refund on my Airbnb like that. You know, shit happens. You're an entrepreneur. Um, but I ran all of them. I sold out all of them. Not at once. My Louisville retreat was February or I'm sorry, it was April 2022. I didn't sell it out until two weeks before. Two weeks before the last person to join or it was like, I'm sorry, there was like two people that joined two weeks before. So I had four people join. It was definitely my hardest one to sell because it was kind of my like first one. I had ran mastermind or I'm sorry, retreats with my masterminds. Um, I ran two with my masterminds and then launched my paid ones. So at the end of 2021, I felt good, right? I felt like, okay, I have kind of this steady flow, this steady flow. I'm going to be running retreats in 2022. I have my mastermind and then, you know, me and Rachel's program at the end of the day, which kind of felt, which, which felt good, right? So I entered 2022. 2022 was when shit kind of I'm not going to say hit the fan, but a lot of stuff changed for me. I did invest in a mentor at the end of 2021 for us to start in 2022, who I love so much. I'm actually in one of her programs now. And she changed everything for me. I kind of went to her and was like, you know, this is what I've been doing for so long. I felt like I was kind of stuck in a box. I don't know what happened, but like, all of my programs from my mastermind to the winning waitlist to me and Rachel's program to my content, it was so like money focused. Like I was, I, I was always really good at helping people make money. I've had many clients hit great financial goals and my programs are amazing. My past programs were so good, but it was the constant talking about making more money, more money, more sales, um, launching, money, like everything was about that. I felt so restricted that my programs were just all about that. That's what my brand had to be. I felt like people knew the problems I solved, but really didn't know me. I always struggled with storytelling, being vulnerable, getting myself out there. And I knew I had so much great self-expression in me that I wanted to kind of you know, burst out there on the internet. And, you know, I had Soulful Scrunchy, Soulful Select Retreats. And she was like, you know, you're so multi-passionate. You're, look at everything that you're doing. And I was like, yeah, like I want to be a voice for people to do multiple things, to not just coach or do one thing, to actually like fulfill their other passion projects. And it was at a time when I didn't really see a lot of that on the internet. And I was like, you know, I, I want to make this shift. I want to make this change. And I had launched a new course in January. It went good, but I was like not happy. And I was like, something needs to change. So what I did is, you know, after I ran my retreat in April, 2022, just a massive thing shifted for me. And I really wanted to create a space for people who wanted to do multiple things. I was like, this is my this is my thing. I ended up launching multi-passionate school of business. <laughs> um, like May, I think it was May, like end of May, beginning of June. And it was amazing. I loved it so much. And I got amazing women inside. I was like, this is so um, like, this is what I want to teach on. This is what I want to coach on. This is what I want to be about. Like, you know, I'm just, I felt like I limited myself so much. Like 
I was doing a lot, like starting Soulful Scrunchy, Soulful Select Retreats. Like I wasn't embodying being a multi-passionate human. Like I wasn't talking about other things. I was really like rigid. Like you, if you've just recently followed me, you would not know this, but if you follow me in the past, you would, but I used to be so rigid, follow a content calendar. I could only talk about one thing during a launch. I, you know, didn't really want to talk about my story. Like, you know, it was all about the mini trainings and educational content. It was all about like, you know, the top notch, like nice photo shoots. Like I was just trying to be so professional and only be known for one thing and, you know, try to build, be the number one expert. And I just was done. Like I hit this wall where I was like, I feel bored. I feel repetitive. I'm tired. So in like quarter one, quarter two of 2022, like that's what I was working on with my mentor. Cause she was so, she's so amazing at expressing herself and being multi-passionate and like doing a lot of things. And I was like, you're amazing. You're someone who I look up to so much. Like, of course I'm going to be in the room with you. Of course I'm going to learn from you. And it changed the game with me. When I dropped multi-passionate school of business, when I went away from kind of like the one thing I was about, everything changed, but let me know, let you know, it was like the hardest thing that I've done. Um, when I started talking about like other things, um, having different conversations, I wasn't talking about the one thing I was known for, for a long time. I was incorporating other things. You know, I lost some people in the process and I think it was more hard for me because I was finding myself in the process right? And I knew it had to take time. I scaled so fast. I grew so fast. And now I was slowing down to know who I was more and who I wanted to be on the internet and what I wanted to create and achieve, right? So at that point, I had stopped running my main mastermind, Soulful Social Mastermind. I had let it go because I knew that it wasn't carrying with me in this next journey. I had ran it for four years at that point, six rounds, and I was like, it's done. So that's when I started, you know, when I created Business Brand Expansion Mastermind. This was for someone who wanted to work on really growing their brand, expanding, you know, starting a new business, etc. And so I was really, you know, into my membership, BBE Mastermind, and my retreats replaced my one-on-one. So I had so much more time to work on Soulful Scrunchies, to, you know, explore their passions and hobbies. And I just really simplified the business and I felt really good about it, right? And, you know, my income did dip in 2022. It dipped down like 100K, 150K. Um, but I was re- I was figuring it out. I was like trying, I was testing. I was like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. This is what the moves that I want to make. So 2022, I feel like was a big learning experience for me, a year where I kind of pivoted and I shifted. And, you know, I look back of like all that work that I did <laughs> of like turning programs in the courses to then just like literally turn around and retire them. <laughs> Like I just, I look back and I was like, hmm, like at first I was like, what a waste of time. Like I changed so much for me to completely pivot and change again. But I feel like if I never changed those, you know, I never would have known. I feel like they're just stepping stones to chain of change that made me who I am today. So in 2023, um, you know, I kept up with multi-passion school of business a little. I kind of let it fizzle out. I don't know. I feel like I was on a high at first when I launched it and then it just fizzled out for some reason. Um, 
at the end of 2022, it kind of started fizzling out. I feel like I didn't really take initiative into it and I didn't treat it like I should have. You know what I mean? So it showed in 2020, in the beginning of 2023, it showed. But deep down inside, I knew I wanted a community brand. I could see myself having a big membership, impacting thousands, having in-person events, you know, conferences, whatever. That's my ultimate vision and my dream. And, you know, I, I did a podcast, my first podcast for Out of This Niche kind of talked about my journey in 2023. But, you know, I kind of kept that with me and never made the move with it. But guess what I did? Kept launching the same thing you know, created personal brand bootcamp, launched that, just kind of went about 2023, like, you know, doing the thing, like never making, taking the action. And deep down inside, I knew something needed to change. I didn't feel limited or restricted. I felt like I need, needed to change something. I needed to really take my membership seriously. So that's what I started doing. I really put a lot of focus in my membership, creating an experience. I want to make it the number one membership. And I treated it like that. I treated it like a membership, an experience. And that's when it started growing well. And at the end of 2023, you know, I was like, I think I'm done coaching. I think that like, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be a coach. And when I say coaching, like done with just like one-on-ones and masterminds and stuff. I was like, I think what got me to a certain point, like it's just cannot carry with me right now. And that's okay. Like I'm done with this part of my life. And it was the scariest thing I had, I did. And I knew in 2024, I had to put a lot of focus into my membership and like running my first in-person event for them. And that's what I did. And, you know, I've made lots of changes and pivots in my business from changing my product suite to letting go of offers that like are the reason I started half the things that I wanted to start to pivoting into a new message to feeling stuck and limited with myself to learning how to express myself to investing in a mentor that, you know, I just admired so much. I had to pull up a chair and get in the room to, you know, feeling like a lot of stuff went to waste that I changed to leaving a a huge part of me behind to, you know, start making the efforts of moving towards my vision. It's been a journey and I look back and it's been the most personal development journey ever, the biggest personal development journey ever. And if that tells you anything, entrepreneurship is a personal development journey. It's going to be very up and down, but hear me out. When you want to make a change, please change it. My path has been very zigzaggy up and down. It's been a little bit all over the place, but I wouldn't have it any other way because I'm multi-passionate. Having an onlinear path defines me. Me being curious, testing things, trying things, leaving things behind, seeing what works and what doesn't is what is making me successful, is what is keeping me still doing what I'm doing. Because a lot of people leave, a lot of people quit because they force themselves into one path. They force themselves into one segment. But if that's not what you want to do, don't do it. If you want to make a change, make a change. If you're bored, change it. If you want to shift and pivot, change it. If you know deep down you want to shift and you don't know what that is, pull up a chair and work with someone who who knows, right? 
that's what you have to do. Keep learning, keep experiencing, keep being curious. So that's a little bit about my journey that I told you guys. I definitely probably missed some, some things. I can't put everything in here and half the things like I feel like I can't remember five years ago sometimes, but a little bit of a, a broad spectrum of everything that happened. So I hope this helped and inspired you. <laughs> um, lots of changes. You kind of have to go all in on the changes and, you know, there's so much like it's exciting to market and sell things and to work with clients, but it's a different story to move, navigate the changes and the pivots and redoing things and starting over. It's a whole different story. So um, I've started over plenty of times and I've changed things plenty of times, but you got it. I, I have full faith in you. I'll see you in the next episode.